Welcome to the Mamas in Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today we're talking about five tips to parenting young adult children. Welcome back, everyone. So at the time of recording this, I'm actually in my car because there weren't any rooms in my house that I could record from because people are working from home with the pandemic. So I thought, well, my car is a quiet place. So here I am recording in my car and there's somebody out there doing yard work. So hopefully that sound doesn't come through on this recording. Anyway, today's topic is a fun one. Okay, it's not fun. This is just a needed one for all of us mamas in midlife that have young adult children. We spend many years raising our children. If they were to leave home at 18, they would that would be 6,570 days, not including leap years. So basically, that's a lot of time spent raising and nurturing children. Is it any wonder why it can be a challenge to have them leave home and really let them go and figure things out on their own? We may find that we still want to, quote, help them because that's what we've done for so many years. It can be a huge adjustment for moms. They may find themselves struggling with feeling needed and also with knowing when to step in and when not to. So today I wanted to talk about five tips to parenting young adult children. And here they are. One, respect them and their their independence. Two, empathize and listen versus offering advice and telling what they should do. Three, create boundaries to, to support ourselves. Four, not reacting to their emotions. And five, offering unconditional love. So number one, respect them and their independence. Young adult children want to grow and exercise their independence. What message are they getting if their independence is not respected? If moms get involved in their young adult children's business, they might get the message that we think they can't handle whatever whatever it is they are doing or experiencing. They are trying to figure life out just like we did when we were their age, and they need the freedom to do so. We can show up in a manner that displays our confidence and trust in them versus us thinking they need us to help them figure everything out. Trusting our young adult children to figure life out and giving them their independence can dramatically affect our relationship with them, and they will appreciate being trusted that they can figure out how to be adults. And then on a side note, if they mess up, or don't do things well, just know that it's part of their life journey and they will learn from those experiences. It may be hard and we may want to prevent them from suffering that we might see them going towards with certain things that they're doing, yet that just is part of their experience. So number two, empathize and listen versus offering advice and telling what they should do. Sometimes your young adult child is going to want to come to you and share frustrations, challenges, worries, etc. The key word here is share. Just because they're coming to you and sharing these things, don't assume they're wanting your advice 
or for you to tell them what to do. Even if they are wanting you to tell them what to do, consider whether that is what is best for them anyway. Being able to say phrases such as, that sounds like a really hard thing you're going through, or wow, I'm sorry you're experiencing blank, whatever it is. Or you could even say, so what are you thinking you wanna do related to blank? And kind of ask questions of what they think they should do. Now, there are many times that they are seeking your advice or they really wanna talk through possible solutions with you as you do have more experience. If so, check in first and ask if they want you to listen or if they want your thoughts and advice. This shows respect for them and their efforts to move into adulthood. Remember to be a cheerleader, not a coach or a therapist. This has been a hard one for me personally, since I am a therapist and can offer skills and helpful thoughts or approaches to various situations. A few years ago, I had one of my kids tell me they just wanted me to listen and not be a quote therapist. I have had to work really hard to not show up as a therapist, but to just be a compassionate mom who listens. So number three, create boundaries that support us. In podcast six and eight, I address specifics related to boundaries. So if you want to go back and listen to those topics um, or that related to boundaries, that might be helpful. There may be times that our young adult children want us to do something we really don't want to do. It may be challenging to say no because there are children. When this happens, ask yourself, how do I want to show up in this situation to be the best version of myself? Do we want to do what's being asked of us? If not, it's the most honest answer to say no. Or you can even say that will not work for me. Or another thing that I like to say is, here's what I am able to do and tell them what I can do. It's okay to have boundaries that we're comfortable with and that support us personally. For example, maybe our young adult child is asking to borrow money to help with rent and food for the month. And you know that this is a result of the child just mismanaging their money. How do you want to show up? There's not a right or wrong answer to this question, but just a way to get us thinking about how we do want to show up in the lives of our young adult children. So related to the money question, maybe you're not able to lend money because money's tight for you, or maybe you just know for that particular child that it's not the best thing to be loaning them money as they will continue to ask for money for more money in the future and not learn self-reliance and independence. A boundary is something we do for us, something that helps us take care of ourselves. Setting a boundary is not, and I emphasize not, a means of manipulating others into getting what we want or to try to control their behavior. And again, you can see podcast six and eight for more specific information related to boundaries. With boundaries, just a side note, when we set boundaries, others may not like it and they may be upset. This is okay. We might be changing the way we have done things by structuring new boundaries and others aren't used to this, so there could be some frustration. I've definitely experienced this myself. 
So number four, not reacting to your adult children's emotions. Being a parent for many years, we know it can be very challenging to not react to our children's emotions. So think back to the times that they threw the many temper tantrums as a toddler, or maybe they even threw temper tantrums as a teenager. It's not easy to be a child and learn how to deal with negative emotions. Even adults have a hard time dealing with negative emotions. As parents, we can easily get pulled into these emotions and start to feel the same emotions or wanting to fix the unpleasant emotions our adult children are having. When we get pulled into their emotions, it definitely does not help the situation. Obviously, we can have an empathetic response, which can be supportive. What we want to avoid, though, is trying to fix or control the emotions our adult children are experiencing. So I had this situation a few years ago when one of my children was really upset about a work situation they were dealing with. I knew I could not fix or control what was happening, and all I could do was empathize, but yet I worried and I worried about this situation they were experiencing. And I honestly, I wasn't sure how they were going to figure out how to make it through it or handle it. And surprisingly, or maybe not so surprisingly, this child was able to figure out a solution and eventually was able to find a new and better job. It was okay for me to be concerned, but not personally helpful to be worrying and worrying about it. That was not my experience to have. That was their experience to navigate and solve for. So number five, unconditional love. Loving our children, our adult, our young adult children, no matter what they're doing. This does not mean that we need to participate in madness if that's what's happening in their lives. It's possible to love them from a distance. Ultimately, our young adult children need to know that we love them unconditionally. Maybe they are not living a life that we envisioned for them, or we completely disagree with their lifestyle. My question is, what good does it do to sit in judgment of them versus choosing to love them? Did you know you could do this? That you can love them regardless of how they are living their life? Love is one of the best emotions we can experience when we can just say, I love you so much. And that's it. It's a wonderful place to be in, and I can promise you that with time, you can feel so much peace with going to this. I recognize that these tips may take time to implement. It takes practice, and it's not going to happen overnight. It's a big, big adjustment to have our children become young adults. So offer yourself some grace and compassion as you navigate having young adult children. Your young adult children are trying to figure all of this newness out just like you are. Thanks for joining me this week on the Mamas and Mamas in Midlife podcast, and I will see you next week.